This is the Visionary Founders Podcast, helping founders to activate their biggest visions, create extraordinary lives and businesses, and to make a difference in the world. I'm Lisa Mitchell, and I'll be sharing everything you need to lay the foundations and growth to create a legacy. In this show, you'll learn the practical and profound changes to make in yourself and your business to have the impact you desire, because you are a visionary founder. Welcome to this episode. And today I want to talk about being an outsider and why being an outsider is really one of the key characteristics, the key things that will give you power as a visionary founder. And the reason I'm talking about this today is this has come up a lot with my clients recently. And I realized that no matter who my clients are, whether they're big visionary founders running organizations or they're more the kind of start of the journey or in the middle, Being an outsider, being different from the norm is one of the things that people always tell me about and is always a key part of their experience. So as I said before, you may have been fortunate enough to have grown up in an entrepreneurial family and been similar to those around you. But for people of my generation and for a lot of the people I work with, that's not the case. And I've talked before about the fact that I'm kind of like the only entrepreneurial kind of type in my family, really, or certainly from my background. My twin sister also runs her own businesses. But from my background, you know, we were brought up in a very traditional way. My parents worked for the civil service for the whole of their careers, which is like the government organization in the UK. And you know, it wasn't expected that you were going to do anything miraculous with your life. You know, you would go to school, you'd work hard, you'd go to university, you'd hopefully get a job and you'd stay there, pay into your pension and retire. That was basically the aspiration. And so for me, even as a child was like, I don't get it. I don't understand it. It doesn't excite me. I I can't feel that that's the path for me. I very much felt like the outsider as a child. And, you know, I was talking to someone the other day and I was saying, is it being the black sheep or the white sheep? Depends on what your perspective is. And she said, well, I I like to think of these people as the unicorns. So I was like, okay, maybe it's being a unicorn, right? But it's being the person who's different. And I find often when I talk to my clients, particularly of my kind of generation, that these people were born kind of ahead of their time. They saw something in the world, some possibility and potential that most people at the time didn't see. They saw the world differently. And one of the things I find when I'm coaching people is that I'm almost giving them permission to be different and to claim that visionary space for themselves. So people will often say to me, oh, you know, I've never felt like I fit in. I've never felt like I belonged. I've never really found other people like me. And I've often gone through quite a lot of discomfort and pain and even trauma trying to fit in, trying to conform to the norm, trying to be like everybody else and realizing that even if they do that on the surface, even if they put a good face on, even if they, you know, ostensibly look like that to the outside world, they're not that person inside. And that's when we get kind of depression or you get burnt out or you just can't carry on. You know, I've described before how for me in my sort of 20s and 30s, that mask that I was wearing became more and more difficult to wear. I just got to a point of feeling like the disconnect between who I kind of sensed I was. I didn't know I was this person at the time, but who I sensed I was inside 
and how I was showing myself on the outside were two very different things. So I had this experience recently working with a new client and she was kind of describing to me that when she went home to her family, she felt really, you know, out of sorts and it triggered her and she didn't really enjoy it because, and she actually dreaded going because she felt like she was so different to them. And so I wanted to share that my experience of that here, because when I shifted from trying to be like them, trying to conform, trying not to stand out, all the things that we do as human beings, and really embodied and claimed for myself who I was in the world and showed up as that with them, everything got so much easier. So our fear as human beings is that we'll be rejected. Our fear is that we don't belong. Our fear is that people will see our weirdness and reject us and and confirm that inner sense that we're not okay or that we're too much or that our aspirations aren't realistic or whatever that thing is that your biggest fear is. And I want to say that I feel like that is a an ancestral trauma that goes back a long way because you think it isn't that long ago in our history as human beings when we lived in tribes and we depended on each other for our survival. And if we didn't fit in and we didn't belong and we were too weird or didn't do the things that we were expected of us, we might be thrown out of the tribe and we would not survive on our own. And in ancestral terms and lineage terms, that's not that long ago. And I was thinking about this as I was kind of driving back on the school run this morning and thinking, this is a, it's something that we carry in our DNA still, I think, that if we stand out too much, if we go against the tide too much, if we are not the norm, we will be rejected and we will be cast out in some sense. And I think it's part of human nature that we want to belong. So in today's society, of course, we have so much more freedom. You know, we can live much more independently and we do. I'm not sure that's always a good thing, if I'm honest, because I see a lot of depression and disconnection and pressure, you know, and one of my friends posted something on social media recently saying, used to take a tribe to raise a child. And now if you're someone like me, you're raising a child on your own. And that can be tough, right? Doing all those things. And especially for me, running a business and looking after my child and doing the house and everything else, you can feel like a lot. I would love to be part of a tribe of people helping me with that. I'm actually creating that right now. So I want you to know that it's not weird to feel like you want to belong. It's not weird to have some part of you that thinks, oh God, I wish I wasn't the outsider. I wish I could conform. I wish that I didn't have this this feeling in my soul that I'm different, right? (laughs) And I wish I could conform, but I can't because it's just not me and it's just not in my DNA. And to know that that's part of our evolution as human beings. And it's one of the things that pushed me to do this podcast and to create a space where visionaries could come together. And I will create more communities around that because when I talk to people, when I connect people together who are visionaries, when I work in organizations and and recognize these people, there is a palpable sense of relief that people say, oh, it's not just me. I'm not weird. Oh, okay. I think we are a bit weird, but I like being weird. I embrace my weird. You know, there are other people out there in the world like me. And, you know, as a coach, often I have that experience with people where they go, oh, I love talking to you because I feel like you get me. You know who I am. I feel like I can be myself with you. 
and I'm giving people permission to be themselves. I'm giving them permission to be different and weird and outside the norm. And relating this back to this podcast and visionary founders, everybody that's created anything in history is an outsider, right? Albert Einstein did not think like most people or anybody, in fact, probably at that time. Neither did Mother Teresa, neither did Gandhi, neither did any of the big visionaries in our history. In order to move humanity forward, we have to be different. We have to see the world from a place of possibility and potential. We can't try and change things from the status quo. And that's why for my whole career, before I even understood really kind of why I was attracted to this people, I've always loved being around other visionaries. I've always been inspired by people who think differently. I've always been inspired by being around people who ask why and why not? And what if it could be different? And so if you're listening to this podcast, I hope that this really resonates with you and you can hear it and you can absorb it and you can embody the sense of difference and celebrate it. Because I was talking to another client yesterday and she was saying to me, she's very empathetic and intuitive and sensitive and in her eyes, oversensitive, right? And I said to her, but what if that was your superpower? You know, what if that was part of what made you an astonishing leader? What if that made the people who followed you mean that they would walk off a cliff for you? What if this was was a brilliant thing? And and literally she stopped and looked at me on Zoom and she stopped and looked at me and she said, I've always thought that was my weakness. <laughs> and I was like, no, that is not your weakness. Now, you may need to adapt how you work with that. You may need to work around the edges of that, maybe create more boundaries, maybe not be the overhelper, you know, those kind of overextended versions of ourselves that we sometimes stretch into. But that is absolutely not your weakness. It's your superpower. And even in that conversation, it shifted something. I could see it. I could see it in her face. She was like, oh, I've been living under this misconception that me being different to other people in this organization is a problem. But what if it wasn't? What if that meant that I could create something amazing here purely by being myself? So I've I've mentioned the Steve Jobs quote before, you know, about being a, a misfit, a rebel, the round peg in the square hole. You know, if that's you, you are in the right place. Carry on listening. <laughs> Let's learn and grow and evolve together and embrace our difference. Embrace the fact that we don't see the status quo. We see possibility and potential. And that's where we grow from. So for me, when I'm coaching people, I'm really looking for this, what I call a radical perspective shift. Like I described with this individual, oh, that's not a weakness, that's a superpower. That's a radical perspective shift. Seeing, as I record this, within the first year of the COVID pandemic, I've always, when something like that happens, I tune in and I go, oh, what's really going on here? What does this mean for humanity? How is this really shifting things for me and for others and for humanity in general? And I and others in the world really are feeling this as a sense of awakening that in some ways we've kind of got to a point where we've lost our way a bit. We've been in this consumerist, very self-driven, individualistic society. And I think that now we are seeing that we are masters of our own destiny and that we can come together 
and create change powerfully. And that maybe we have some stuff to clear and heal as humanity and as a society for us all to move forward. So when I say that, you know, I know there'll be a big tranche of the population that doesn't agree with me that will say, no, this is a tragedy, that people are dying and it's awful. And I get that. I get that perspective and I feel that human tragedy. And at the same time, I believe fundamentally that things happen for a reason, that even in tragedy, there is an opportunity for growth and amazing things to happen. And I've said before that from my perspective, when I've been challenged, and I am continually, that those are the places where I feel my edges. Those are the places where I can feel the growth and the shift that's required. And that I, I've i really been on a mission the last two, three years for myself and with my clients to really show up as ourselves in the world. And it is a joint journey. When I work with people and I'm doing the work I'm doing, I am on the journey as much as they are. I shift and evolve as much as they do. They challenge me. I challenge them. We grow and rise together. That's my ethos when I'm working with people. And so, you know, I've just been coming up against an edge at the moment of, well, in two areas, actually. One of kind of really being myself fully with everybody, no matter what. And that doesn't mean being aggressive about what I believe and who I am, but it does mean that I don't capitulate. I don't allow myself to step out of conversations. I'm open about how I feel. I claim my space in discussions. I don't make myself like everybody else. And the other way is that I am learning a new way of being and working in the world. And I've been on this mission for a long time, but I'm really feeling it more and more now to not get pulled into being the A-type hard worker and being able to create energetically, to create quantum shifts in my business, to know that every time I heal something in myself, my business grows. And my job is actually to align my energy. And this is your job as a visionary founder too, is to align your energy, is to feel into the edges, is to constantly evolve and grow yourself. Because when you do, your business will evolve and grow too. And so, you know, being a visionary founder is a personal journey as much as anything else. It's a journey of evolution. And I do believe that we should always be constantly evolving and growing and stretching. And because you probably started out ahead of the curve in terms of your thinking and your perspective and your ability to connect to potential, then you will probably always be ahead of that curve. You'll probably be always the one that people go, oh my God, she's off again. <laughs> like, you know, where, what, what, oh my God, I just got used to that evolution of this person. And now she, he is off to the next thing. And great, celebrate that, be the outsider, be the round peg in the square hole. And so I really want to celebrate you in this podcast and I want to acknowledge you and I want to give you permission to be the outsider. I want you to feel where you feel that and where you try and fit in and belong, even though there's something in your soul that says no, that you are different, that you are holding something different, not just for you and for the people close to you, but for all of us. And that your desire, your deepest desire in your soul is to create a place where we can all evolve and grow. So be the outsider, claim it, 
be the visionary. Know that when you conform, you not only bring yourself down, you stop the impact that you can have in the world with humanity, with your tribe, with your clients. That when we dumb ourselves down, we don't only stop it for ourselves, we stop it for everybody else. And so in a way, if you have this sensibility, if you feel it in your soul, if you just feel like that you don't fit in, brilliant, right? Go and find your tribe, listen to this podcast, connect to communities, find other visionaries to hang out with. People where you have that sense of like, yes, me too. I feel that too. I've always felt that. I've always known that I'm here for something bigger. I've always known that I want to have an impact. I've always known that, you know, the world is supposed to be different. I've always known that we're not supposed to be separate. I've always known that there's a bigger energy around us all. I've always had this spooky intuition. I've always had this sense of working beyond me. Weird things have happened to me. Synchronicities, things that I can't explain. I've always had this sensibility since I was a child. Brilliant. Bring it on. Allow it out. Go and find people that you can be that with. Because when we do, we shift everything forward. So I want you to really think about this. And, you know, so you may be listening to this and thinking, well, no, I didn't have that experience as a child, but I know I am different. And I know sometimes that people struggle to understand me or I move too fast for people or I can't always translate my vision. And that's because you're ahead of the curve. You're one of the people leading humanity. Or you may be listening to this and saying, wow, that was exactly my experience of childhood. Thank God it's not just me. Oh my gosh, what if I claimed my space as that white sheep, as that unicorn in my family? What could I create? Could I really reinvent my relationships across my life when I claim that for myself? So I want this episode to really prompt thought, to help you think about claiming that space as a visionary, an outsider, a rebel, a maverick, one of the ones that is going to take us forward in whatever way that feels beautiful and aligned for you. And when you do that, I promise you, life doesn't get harder, it actually gets easier. And it won't feel like that because your ego and your, you know, ancestral lineage will say, no, don't stand out. Don't be too different. Don't say those crazy things that are in your head. People will reject you. They will be cast out of the tribe, right? It's not true. Will you become a bit Marmite? Probably. Will some people feel triggered by what you say? Probably. Will you find absolutely your own peace and your place in the world? Absolutely. So I feel really strongly about this. I feel really strongly about a lot of things. You'll be realizing this if you've listened to a few episodes of this podcast. So I urge you to go out and claim your space as an outsider and come and join the conversation. You'll find me on LinkedIn. You'll find me on Facebook. You'll find me on Instagram. You can message me if you go to my website. And, you know, if you feel like, oh, I know other people that feel like this. I know other outsiders in the world, then share this episode with them. Let's come together as the weird, the different, the individual, the people who are claiming their humanity and their individuality. And let's really create change in the world. So share this with one other outsider you know, and I'll speak to you again soon. 
Thank you for listening to the Visionary Founders Podcast with Lisa Mitchell. If you're a visionary founder and you're ready to up-level yourself and your business, connect with me at lisamitchell.co.uk forward slash connect.